got three stars. What's it called? Benny Lewis. Benny Legal. Benny Legal. Welcome to episode three of Benny Legal. Um, my name is Adrian Sabaipour. We've got Asan Mikir and Tayshan Dwyer. And today we're going to be talking about social media and its impact on uh, young lawyers entering the industry. Okay. Who starts off? So, question one. How influential is social media to your legal career in its most narrow form? Go, guys. How influential is social media? I think going to break it down a bit more into different platforms I think you would rarely find a lawyer nowadays who doesn't have a LinkedIn yeah. profile Obsessed. that's even yeah from uni up until quite senior lawyers I think you'll, most mm-hmm. of them you'll be surprised if you don't find them on LinkedIn mm-hmm. so I think in being able to um, I think that that is one piece of advice I would give someone who is trying to make connections and actually find uh, find people's career paths I think that's 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 quite an important thing to be on social media in that sense I think it is quite powerful mm. what do you guys think? Um, agree in terms of LinkedIn most people have it in terms mm-hmm. at a certain age bracket etc looking mm-hmm. to meet, meet people learn learn from things new stories etc etc um, but for me the complete opposite is Facebook Instagram yeah maybe Twitter but to a lesser regard yeah. I don't feel they've materially helped me get into my career, etc. I can understand. I can I can understand it. I feel like so it's a different type of outlet, and for something like Instagram as well, it's just the way it's just the way it's used, which is wrong. Like because you can put on so many different lenses. Like if you show too much of your personality, quote unquote, then if that personality has raunchy parts and this is an open Instagram, this is against your reputation and your firm who you represent. So there's no reason why you can't have a private Instagram and do whatever it is you want to do there, but you have to know your limits at some point. One thing I'll say about Instagram, actually, which is something I've learned recently. Um, so I made my uh, my uh, little little page. Yeah. Shameless plug. Uh, whoa, 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 Legal, my commercial awareness legal page. What's that called? It's called Little Law. Oh, oh say so that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say that again, man. So, <laughs> I, stuck, I, so I've, I've been on trying to promote the, the Instagram for that. And you find a lot, a lot of, um, what do they call them? They're like revision pages. Yeah. Uh, bloggers who just run so exclusively on Instagram. Yeah. And they, they blog their LPCs, their... Um, or if they blog their undergrad and things like that and they get huge followings and huge interactions mm-hmm. and in that sense it's keeping the bloggers because I've messaged a few of them in, in just to see why they do this sort of thing it yeah. keeps their mind on their work because they really enjoy doing this sort of thing and they when they're making their notes do they you, try and make them do, super neat and do, do you ever feel like this as well I'm just going to interject yeah, go a ahead. picture can tell a thousand words and you're almost limited to as much as you want them to see it and you can curate your platform to your advantage just right. as you said right. those people mm. they're making it seem like this is part of being a lawyer this is part of training to be a lawyer you need to do this you need to do that you need to do that and those instant pages they get they get huge followings because mm-hmm. the people it helps them kind of mm. keep their mind on it as well and keep yeah. keep keep them focused and inspire them and you get you see the comments that they get um, mm-hmm. it's people really do uh, engage on 
social media with people who were just you know in a similar situation as them and like going through it and and sharing that sort of journey so in that sense it does help you to not necessarily learn from people senior to you but kind of give you that strength and yeah yeah, yeah in, in in the shared struggle or whatever i think there's two sides of two additions what you guys have been saying mm-hmm. um so first of all you guys speaking about sharing on your collective experience collective struggle yeah. and i think that neat that neatly um filters into almost like a collective therapy sometimes because mm-hmm. i remember at uni for the three years i did law straight law undergrad that was hard man yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. that was yeah. just yeah you needed it man bare <laughs> reading <laughs> and there's more reading and, and then there's a case reading. and you had to read the case application there's <laughs> exactly it's just seminars there's yeah wow. so, so for me sometimes like um I don't know if I saw a fellow student and they Snapchatted, they're writing the essay as well. We can bond over our stress over the essay. Then, then we can converse, oh, I think this, you think that. All right, yeah. cool. Da, da, da. Um, so, yeah, one, the collective therapy. And you guys spoke about like legal bloggers as well, legal vloggers, bloggers, etc. That could also be a revenue stream for people. If they, if they leverage it correctly, why not make a business out of it as well? Yeah, yeah man. And I think as well, especially with social media, it's so easy to touch people. Mm-hmm. And we're so digitally literate. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, no. So I, I remember I saw um, it's this American guy. He just he pushed everywhere. But um, he's um, I think he's working in in the court in America somewhere like Florida, and he always posts how he dresses to court. Mm. So he's being known for dressing well. And now he has shoes. He has shoes. He has a crazy social media profile. Oh, he sells shoes. Yeah, he sells shoes now. Imagine <laughs> that. So he, he sells shoes. He's a lawyer. He's, a, he's such a multitasker, man. Mm. And on top of that, he models now. So why? So like, is it? it can it can open your it can open um, doors to anything. Like anything is possible. Like there's no limit in it. Why not? Like I know um, there's a barrister. There's a barrister. I won't name him. But he's been featured in GQ. So he's got an MBE as well. So like, why can't you? I'm trying to do that, man. Yeah, go, go for it, man. You. I've got some friends. Yeah, I'll give you some support, then. Yeah, I've got go some for it. <laughs> that's, that's the goal, right there. Um, I think, again, a nice sort of inroad to this is um, we have personalities outside of work, outside mm. of, okay, I want to get a job, I want to be something like yeah. this way. So, yeah, why not? That that's, that's what I'm saying, very simply, like, why not? I'm not just this employee I also have friends we go out and we want to Snapchat whatever we're doing if I'm going to this concert I want people to see it. I'm at this concert so I feel it allows people to be unrestrained if, if I was oh, at work and I 100%. felt like you're humanising yourself is that, I'm human, human, he's not humanising myself if I felt like my employer had such a strong arm over me that yeah. I'm scared of tweeting or Instagramming or Facebooking that would really demoralise me because my work isn't just Monday to Friday it's Monday to Sunday Three, yeah. six, five, twenty four hours. I think it, it pierces the veil of stereotypes. Mm. So it can help people understand that, like, do you know what? I, I fit in here. So maybe that lawyer does listen to rap music. And yeah. Maybe it's those words that resonate with me, resonate with him too. Mm. And it's that imagery. Maybe that imagery helps us bond. But like, this is crazy. Because like, if you think about music, you can affect people from all corners of the world. Why can't we do that too as lawyers? Mm. And if we're meant to be knowledgeable and meant to be people's people, why shouldn't this be one of our roles and one of the things we do? Yeah. As an aside, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you guys will see I post so many UK artists because I love them. That's what I'm just saying. Eighteen albums called. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I listen to him as well. Yeah, it's called. So like mm. even even stuff like that, it makes me think about copyright. It makes me think about mm. intellectual property. <laughs> you think like, about registering? Law. Yeah, no, no. But like, it's just it's it's so natural. Like it's so natural mm. not to avoid it. But mm. yeah, man. Like even the the imagery as well, like, the way it connects with my hands, mm. it's just yeah, mm. man. 
but I feel like we, we all bonded over this. So like, yeah, shout out to us, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I think the YouTuber um, or I guess future lawyer Eve Corner was one one who's quite uh, quite pioneering in this sort of uh, space idea that yeah, yeah your your personality does not at all having a personality having a social media presence definitely does not uh, hold you off being able to get to the top top levels of, of the mm. legal career or like yeah. getting in at the top firms that you might think would be quite conservative and wouldn't want yeah <laughs> she's managing to do it both very well doesn't yeah. mean it doesn't mean that if you put a silly video of you like with your friends having fun or whatever yeah. that means uh, that's something that's definitely going to be uh, seen badly mm. yeah I think that's that's she's doing is quite good quite cool mm. yeah I think definitely like um, I've seen a couple of Eve Cornwell's videos they really inspire me like I want to do something like that I want to yeah. express myself creatively because I don't want to feel confined by my job and I love YouTube I love watching videos so mm. why not so yeah she's definitely a pioneer and I feel like she's going to be one of many but she'll definitely be the one people remember that, um, yeah. for doing it first I guess she's telling a story that needs to be told like, this can be going under wraps but because we're such an interconnected digital generation this is what we need and so we can aspire to be something like that because there's going to because the, the reach of YouTube is much further than the reach of law firms in terms of yes. getting younger minds yeah so why not and it's global as well so, so it's <laughs> global free, law it's firms free, it's global, global, global <laughs> law firms so go yeah. for it Free marketing, less but, advertising spots. Come on. Yeah, it's actually true. It's <laughs> totally so true. It's, it's what you were alluding to before um, when you said that it's just um, a few years back you wouldn't have thought that someone would be able to like have a social media uh, presence on YouTube and like mm. have silly videos coexist with their professional career. You would have thought maybe that well, you'd have to choose one or the other. Like yeah. you don't want to mm. damage it. But I feel like we got to the stage now, hopefully that um, these things aren't necessarily seen as um, as Negative. mutually exclusive <laughs> yes. you have to be one or the other yeah. uh, and I think that's yeah that's something that's going to be changing really in one our man. lifetime yeah exactly <laughs> only one guy um, yeah I think that's important too mm. I think I want to add on as well like, to the um, YouTube context I was saying to you guys earlier when I'm 16 17 18 i.e. at sixth form Mm-hmm. and I'm applying for jobs and I'm thinking no I'm applying for my uni place yeah. and I'm thinking about my career and maybe what company I work for da, 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 yeah. da. let's say I'm interested in banking yeah. I may not go and google the bank but I'll be on YouTube and I can see yeah. X person who's going to work at X bank in the future yeah. they can touch me so mm. the sphere of me on YouTube or me on Instagram or me mm. on um, Twitter is different to that of of my law firm or my bank or yeah. my consultancy firm etc etc so um, it's just touching different people at different ages yeah. and I feel if I'm a business owner I want my company to almost be a lifestyle I don't want it just yeah. to be something that people only think about at the end of the first year while they're looking for internships I want it to be a cultural household name so when you're 16 you know about it so when it comes to union applications when it's a seamless process yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, no, it's cra- it's crazy when you think about it like that because um we grew up in a generation where if there's anything you need to do, how do I make a cake? YouTube. Mm. How oh, do always. I how do how do I structure an essay? You might go on YouTube. Mm. How do okay. I troubleshoot on my Mac? YouTube. YouTube. Like these things are all free and they, they come straight to you. So there's no reason why like how to be a lawyer. 
it's on there, it's, man. It's yeah, on, some it's of these most viewed videos. Of it's these, on there. Uh, yeah, I've seen, I've seen the how to become an investment banker. Right. What to study at university. Mm. Do you study law? Is it disadvantaged studying right. law? Right. Mm. Some of the most viewed videos of the big like YouTube legal vloggers is how do I make how did I how did I get my training contract how did I get your training contract these are these are keywords that people are looking how do I sell myself yeah simple things like that how do I sell myself how do I impress in interviews right what about this then this is more of a curveball yeah Mm-hmm. Um, love the code. Code. I love it. I love it. I manage well. I've got my baseball. I've got my baseball bat in the back of the Don't worry, man. See, now we're like, okay, we touch different people. When yeah. we want to go and stuff, we type in how do I do X? How do I do Y? Yeah. Let's say I'm a future trainee at X firm. I'm a future whatever at X firm, at X company, and I'm touching more people. Can I go to my employer and say, mm, well, you're getting free ad revenue from me. You're getting free, di- um, you're getting free advertisement from me. You guys should pay me now. Uh, so, uh, so I mean, is that the future? Yeah, yeah. yeah you're, um, you're recruiting no, there's, there's, in a way. There's no, there's no reason why, there's no, realistically, there's no reason why you can't. And if you, if you, if you say you're a lawyer and you say your business mind is commercial or whatever, you'll be in strategic and you're helping them save money. Why should Of course. That's what like, you're being... Yeah, it's like it's your commercial awareness, like put into direct. Like, why can't? Why shouldn't you have that role? Because I've heard of I've heard of firms where um, um, people trainees have got involved with startup incubators. Mm. So why can't you do that? Yeah. Why not? And also, why can why can you in yourself as an entity not be the startup? Exactly. As in, I am the recruitment exactly. firm. Or exactly. I'm an advertisement firm. Exactly. Because right. when, when I think about LinkedIn as well, I don't know about you guys, but I get so many recruiters. Just DMing me on it on yeah. on LinkedIn. They love it, and that's again a social media platform. But that's they're employed from that, so mm-hmm. surely I can um, if I'm big take advantage. Yeah, yeah, I feel like you can present no, that for sure. Thing. I think yeah, it, it does represent value that you're giving to the firm. And as you said, what's what's the difference between you working on your own business outside or mm-hmm. working with the startup and you having your own startup YouTube channel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think as well, this is again an aside. It's mutually beneficial as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, what I think about um, in terms of, I think what makes YouTube so good, Instagram, like YouTube ads, Instagram ads, Facebook ads, Snapchat ads, in contrast to a billboard, a TV ad, a bus ad, we're literally selling your product or presenting your product to your target audience. Right. Yeah. It's, it's just yeah. like, to people you want, we're gonna give it to it's, them. It's like. a it's a crazy yeah. thing. So it's even like um like guys I have experience with Instagram ads, just to let you know. Yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> so when you wanna when you wanna set an Instagram ad, you set how many people you wanna touch, how many days you wanna do it, what major city. So like you could be going, I wanna hit Newcastle, London, Liverpool, um any anywhere you want, Manchester, all major metropolitan hubs and even even across the world, so it could be Paris, Lyon not wherever mm. but like these these things can be done and they can be used to your benefit like imagine if you're just in your room wherever you live in london and you're just hitting people in australia that's crazy what's the what second wage that the man was saying yeah? no but i'm just saying like in general yeah. like you could be hitting people from crazy places and that's to event that's to event that's to your benefit the okay. internet is empowering man you guys ready for for a curve yeah, I'm ready for a yes. Right, so so far we've been talking about LinkedIn and the value in connecting people mm-hmm. and learning from their their career path. We've talked about Instagram and like the bloggers. We've talked about the vloggers yeah. having their personality. Now, when does it go too far? What are the negative sides of being right. on social media? Do you have any stories or anything you've read about that is like someone's just taking it a bit far? Right, so 
I'm going I'm go, I'm go, I'm to go on when I was chatting with a friend earlier. So he go saw a it. post and it was a girl graduating and she's just, <laughs> she's just, she's, she's commenting, but she's talking in slang. She said, I'm so gassed for my future. I'm not going to lie. And she's put, she's put emojis and... Where on the LinkedIn? Yeah. So she's, she's done all this. It's almost like there's so much dichotomy on the post. Like it's crazy. So it'll be like, I'm one of the only, I'm one of the only people to graduate from this minority on my course. That's point one. Right. I'm so excited, I'm so gassed on my future, slang point two. I've got, she's got emojis point three. She says brains and beauty point four. So it's like, it's all, like, don't get me it's wrong. Charged, like, semantically charged, it's semantically charged, yeah? It's, it's, so, it's so many things that you could pick out of there. You could say there's arrogance, you could say there's confidence. You could, it's just so many different perspectives that you can take out of that. But right. all in all, it's controversial. What was the reaction? Did I just well, my my, my friend that? my friend was completely against it. He really? said it's embarrassing. I don't yeah. see. I think it's. I, I, I think it's personality. Yeah, That's what I think I, it's personality. I don't have an issue with something like that. Nor do mm-hmm. I. I think like at the end of the day, like one of the last thing comments that she put on there. So I've told you there's so many different um scenes. She's like, when I get to a certain position, I'm gonna bring more people like more people through like mm. me, minority wise. Mm. So it was a lasting comment. Like she had to make yeah, you laugh. Yeah. She warmed. She warmed you. You understood who she was. Then she brought you back again and you knew she was brains and beauty. Quote, you know, quote. Yeah, I, can't, I did the same sort of thing when I graduated. It wasn't um, as um, direct, but I, something along the lines of um, people who questioned, questioned whether they should be in this environment, looking at themselves and say, yeah. I don't see anybody like me. With a bit of luck and a bit of hard work, you can get there. Yeah. But like, it was really semantically charged. Like, if you're from the ends like me, if you get the right recipe and you get a bit of help, it Absolutely. can happen. Absolutely, um, I love it. I, I feel like show your character, show yeah, your story. Exactly. Don't dumb, don't don't dumb yourself down for what you think is meant to be the norm. Yeah, yeah. Don't play the role because it's just like it's just like us. Like as as much as we say that we're not influenced by um, society or we're not influenced by stereotypes, we definitely are. It's even like um, applying to university. Like we think that like, oh, your predicted grade is like a a a whatever a star a a, and subjectively you'll think oh. Like if the, the universities that have BBB entry requirements are rubbish, that's mm. just that's just life. That's mm. the way we've been ingrained. Like mm. top performers go to these universities, you excel here. When that's not necessarily the truth, they're still it could still be exceptional. Just with it's just a piece of paper that's telling them yeah, that yeah. they've got this grade. Yeah, yeah, there's no reason to say that they can't be as good as us. Mm. But it's just in general that like we are. Quote, we are part of the problem in a way. Mm. But yeah, like social media is also part of that too. Okay. But in that Spreads situation, nothing, nothing negative came from that, yeah. that post, right? Yeah, definitely. No. I'm trying to think about negative. Actually, um, for me, when it can be negative, I think where most people draw the line is if it's derogatory. Yeah. Um, I think that's the main line for me. So <laughs> I went to Warwick, and you can see it from my LinkedIn or whatever. And we had a massive um, group. Oh, yeah. We had a massive group chat scandal. If someone's listening to this and they don't know the the Warwick situation, the the scandal, do you want to sum it up in like a couple of lines? Um, yeah, it's, it's public. It's public news. So essentially, there were a group of Warwick students who were history students, and they had a group chat, and I think it was a history society group chat. Um, there's a load of people, but there's like maybe a group of four or five guys. And they just throw get they're throwing around like racist slander, sexist slander, um, rape quote jokes, and what happened is that you had a lot of people just throwing them about and sort of egging each other on, mm-hmm. and then it, one of the victims of the of the um, of the conversations caught wind of it, 
and she ended up reporting them and then there's a massive scandal where people question the punishments that were handed out to these people and then a protest and on the BBC News etc um, so it was a really dark day for Rook but for me I don't, I don't care about Rook's reputation in the end the right thing happened i.e. dead that's right we keep going um, people got punished we shed light on a very important matter i.e. racism homophobia rape culture it needs to be eradicated but the main thing I was talking about is even though it's a private group chat it's still a social media setting right and it was the, there was it was the derogatory language etc which really ruined their lives or their futures at least in their, in their sense the victims lives and either short term or long term we'll see the university of Warwick's um, reputation so what I would say in relation to where's the line don't be derogatory mm-hmm. always think twice mm-hmm. so when I, when I even when I like now, not even when I just tweet if I like something oh I definitely do that as well I think twice like who is this who is this post trying to target yeah. how would other people feel about this post how can this be misinterpreted I do so many things so if I'm not sure I'll just bookmark it because sometimes yeah. I, may, I may just That's like it because I, I want it archived but I'll just bookmark it just, just to be safe yeah it's true um, and also as well the bigger the bigger point as well is um, if you find some of these things controversial <laughs> no if you find some of these controversial things funny quote you may want to read a little bit more just think a little bit around true. it think about your own values um, because even though you're hiding it from social media you don't mm. want to bring that personality into the workplace but yeah I think I've gone on a tangent but yeah essentially no, I, think, I, think I, think I think that's good yeah, yeah I think that's good. good especially the thing about liking what you like mm-hmm. this thing could like what does a like even mean yeah. maybe people yeah. read it as being as in, like I'm affiliating with whatever I'm liking yeah. like, I don't know man I think it's, it's different different generations might understand something like that differently um, one thing they told us in our in one of the placements I had is like don't put in writing anything that you wouldn't want to be read in, in a hearing like mm. really that's really true man assume that like, this stuff's going to be read in an environment where it's not going to be read in your yeah. favour no 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 so that, make that, sure def- you don't def- leave def- any ambiguous <laughs> things that could look bad mm. no de- definitely because I, rem- I remember working somewhere I was a regular street body and um, there was a guy he said um, he put on his Instagram he said um, today, um, today is Sunday where men are men and women are women and they stay at home and that seriously impacted him and he was fined. But the thing is, like, you need to know when to feel comfortable and how to communicate things well. Because you, you might have those views, but you have to rein them in, I think. Yeah, Because you're a public person and you have to... Yeah, I just feel like you have, to, you have to be conscious of what you say. And even when you're putting something into a written form on yeah. Facebook, on Instagram, in a caption, in an email, you're really losing a lot of, like... Uh, information and data that if I was saying to your face you'd see like mm-hmm. you lose context you lose like how I'm my body language mm-hmm. the tone I'm saying it in so it's mm-hmm. easy that even when you don't have malicious um, intent intent it can come across not yeah. ideal mm-hmm. so like they were in, like when they were telling us about that thing about be careful what you write in the emails they're like okay if you're angry about something or someone's like disappointed you or something take a minute like yeah, then, yeah. yeah it's true. you can, you can write that something that is is not malicious but it does come across that way because if you're not in the right mindset so yeah definitely bear in mind that what you write in in text in the written word mm. doesn't come across the way necessarily that it does in your head another big thing i do it's so basic but it serves me instead all the, all the time um before I maybe tweet something, quote tweet something, post something, I say, 
what is the benefit of this? If I'm like relaying, okay, this is my this is my experience. I went on holiday. Da, 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 da. But if mm-hmm. I'm relaying an opinion mm-hmm. and it's negative opinion, it's like no, no one wants to read it. And I always just delete it. I'm just like, okay, it could be I don't know. I don't like this album or this birth this bus journey was rubbish. I I just delete it. I stop when I think I just delete it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I kind of did a similar thing and I took it to an extreme and just kind of came off a lot of social medias. As yeah, I used to come off Facebook very soon. But I feel just my family's there for stuff like that. I need to speak to them. Yeah. Keep, keep up. Yeah. And birthdays, mm. man. Yeah, I do yeah. remember. Really. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I was going to say something else. Go for it. Oh, my God. Oh, next curveball. My bad. Do, do you guys want to close up? Or can I have a curveball? No, 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 no. Go for Curve, a curveball. Throw another one out. Curveball. Um, we speak on this earlier. We're all, what, 90s babies? Mid-90s babies? Yeah. Yeah. We are... The guinea, the guinea pigs of the digital age. Yeah. So I remember when I was year six, I had MSN and I had right. Bebo. Do you I remember Bebo. I remember Bebo. Pixar, you made your own website. Yeah. 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 MySpace. MySpace. No, I have MySpace. I have MySpace. You might not. Oh, I'm showing my age. I'm showing my age. <laughs> 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 then I had, <laughs> I had Facebook from like, from year seven. Yeah. I, and that's 2007, so that's 2008. Yeah to now yeah. then I've had Twitter in between Instagram in between um, so, what was it Vine there's so many Vine Vine I've never had Vine Snapchat I've deleted my Snapchat Snapchat I deleted oh, um, but we've, we've been a, we've, we've completely we've been a guinea pig yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah. as I said we were the first round of Bebo users and they deleted it first round of Facebook users Snapchat Instagram everything we were the first round we were complete guinea pigs mm-hmm. um, oh, there's so many questions linked to this but I'm going to give one question should we get some leeway because we were the guinea pigs of a generation which was never regulated no one knows the repercussions of it no no one knew how how big these things were like no one knew facebook was going to be facebook in 2008 should we be given leeway if i don't know i said something when i was 12 13 and then you don't understand the permanence of what you're saying yeah yeah really is just lingering there forever definitely definitely am that well, I, I, I say definitely because I have heard instances of where... Because the thing is, like, I'll, I'll give you an example. So there was, um, there was a popular um, media personality and she tweeted something when she was 16. Um, it, was a, it was a controversial joke, but she didn't necessarily form an opinion. Quite but she laughed, well, but yeah. she laughed at it. Mm. And this, this, thing, came to, this came, thing came to haunt her because people were intentionally digging yeah, yeah. for information that could be derogatory and used against her. The thing is, like, you've got to think she's 16, she, technically she's a minor, and people are saying that she should be dropped from her job for mm. views that she had more than five years ago. Mm. So I think that's wrong. At the same time, it's an invasion of your privacy. It's crazy. Oh, I've got so many points. Can I jump in? Go for it, man. Go for it, man. Okay, first one. This, one. this one's a boring side. GDPR, we have yes. the right to erasure. Yes. So, i.e., I can email Facebook and Twitter and say, I had I made this tweet when I was thirteen or fourteen. I yeah. no longer adhere to these views. Can you delete or can you delete all the data you have on me? Yeah. And I feel from an EU policy perspective, they appreciate that we do grow, learn, mature, etc., yeah. etc. But then, I, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. Please don't correct me on this. I think they distinguish between like a standard person, i.e., I'm now just I don't know, I'm a teacher, or whatever, compared to someone in public office. And I feel <laughs> that right is curtailed in some regards because they put these people on a higher pedestal, i.e. Right? Mm-hmm. if I'm Prime Minister, if I'm an MP, if I'm mm-hmm. a President or whatever, mm-hmm. 
they don't have that right because they feel like they, they should be more scrutinised. So a question to you is now, both of you guys, should we let some people off if they're not in the public eye and other people not? Should we let some people off if they have a more um, holistic role in society, i.e. they're supposed to be represent, I don't know, this, subsex, this subsection of community compared to if I was just, I don't know, um, a bus driver or a train driver? I think, yeah. I think the answer lies in the fact that there's regulation, right? There's re- mm-hmm. As soon as you qualify or as soon as you get a TC, you sign SRA paperwork, mm-hmm. there's someone mm-hmm. checking what you're doing because mm-hmm. in society, lawyers uh, tend to be dealing with people in a vulnerable situation. They're held to a higher standard, right? Mm-hmm. This is before social media policies yeah. existed, before social media existed. This is just how it's been. Yeah. So I think, yeah, naturally you'd have to say you trying to get a role in the legal world are definitely going to have to stick to a higher standard. Yeah. The same way that if I get caught doing something dishonest, mm-hmm. I'll get a fine or whatever. Mm-hmm. But now, if I'm trying to get a job in the legal world, the repercussions are way bigger. Yeah. If I mm-hmm. tell a lie on an insurance policy, now that's my whole career is over. Like that mm-hmm. whole path is done. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something that you, going into the legal world, you have to come to accept. And I think with social media, I think it will be a similar thing. The bar will be higher mm-hmm. and the threshold, um, sorry, the bar will be, the threshold will be lower of things that you do wrong. They'll be um, understood. I think, it, I think it makes sense that you will be held to a higher standard. So like strict liability for those who are in the higher, mm-hmm. I have more power, etc. Mm-hmm. Another point. Sure. I, I'm, not, I'm so upset because like, we've just going for ages, yeah? I don't go for too long. Donald Trump, yeah? Um, president of America, president leader of the free world, arguably, debatably, the most powerful world, the most powerful country in the world. And if Donald Trump doesn't like someone, he will say, X person is an absolute idiot, he has no brains. Or, do you know, he will say something yeah. super candid. Straight yeah. on social super, media as well. Straight yeah. on social media. Yeah. And that can affect geopolitical relationships economics you can it can sway society and social opinion but he's allowed to do it of course he's allowed to do it because he's president but he's allowed to do it what do you guys think about this i think he shouldn't be allowed to do it i don't think he should <laughs> who's gonna police he's gonna police him it's not necessarily he's gonna police him but then again if we go on like um people in power have advisors what is the advisors doing what so and should, and, and, should, and, should, and should and should if there's a if there, if there should be a higher duty of care into the content that's flowing into social media should they not be protected differently in terms of who can hire them elected independently away from the office of president so there, there's an extra added layer to cater to the way society is developing i think that could be something to consider man. explain that again so, so like for example for if there were external like social media consultants that he can't appoint they're appointed independently or appointed for oh to advise him you mean yes I think as I think it's more simple than that I think yeah. as Donald Trump whatever your views are on him in terms of his level of intellect he should have enough intellect to understand the, con- the, the consequences of the words he's using like a similar similar a similar situation just, was a Kevin Hart thing when he made a joke ages ago and then mm. he's not allowed to, to uh, host the Oscars if Kevin Hart can't host the Oscars because he's that. held on yeah Donald Trump has said things much worse and recorded with video mm. in front of people and this is yeah, suffering less of a backlash and at, and at that it's no excuse that he's a businessman because at the end of the day if you say something 
that could be um, of mixed views. It can throw like an IPO, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. So, so like, if you take that literal um, interpretation, he should know what he's doing. So, is Donald Trump an anomaly? Yeah. Yeah. Or is he he's a representing a new wave? I.e., we've got Donald Trump. Yeah. We now have Boris Johnson, who people consider controversial. controversial. Yeah, he really said things in the past, and of course, he wasn't elected, mm. but he's now a PM. Yeah. So are these guys a new wave? I.e., you know, people say free speech. Da 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 da. Mm-hmm. Are we allow, Are we now going to allow our politicians to be more candid, even if what they say is immoral or derogatory, or we strongly disagree, mm-hmm. or it's hate speech? And none of us are condoning it either. Just put it out there. So are they? Are they new wave? Or is it? Or do these guys, i.e., Trump, and oh, Def Defo Johnson to a lesser regard, but do these guys get immunity? And nobody else will get immunity. Maybe it's also that the um, the world that they're in is is kind of different as well. I mm. feel like if you're people consider um, Trump to be very um, polarizing in the world of politics, you can say something derogatory, and as sad as it is, there are a lot of people who align behind you and what you say, and then you yeah. get the votes. I don't think in the world, and he could be quote-unquote charismatic even with his uh crazy things that he says um but i think in the world of law that might not be perceived the same way i don't think anyone wants a lawyer who's definitely like going throwing out uh, really really strong statements one way or another i think the character of a lawyer you'd definitely be looking for someone who's more level-headed and um Mm -hmm. you know risk averse so i've got so many I thought we could go on for hours. No, should we stop this it? Is another then, podcast. Yeah, 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 we'll yeah. we'll okay, closing comments. Closing comments. Uh, there's huge value in social media. Uh, if you're younger, watch YouTube videos um, of people who are where you want to be. You can look at the LinkedIn profiles of people where you want in the jobs where you want to be and look at the paths they've taken. That's a that's a good way of. of perceiving it so there's huge value in social media um but also yeah bear in mind that things are on there permanently and uh caref- be careful what you put on it while maintaining your uh, personality yeah. um i think well the lasting impression we have is social media is there for you to be connected so be connected in the way that suits you and also suits who you want to be profession and person and also be safe guys Think about what you're saying and think, is this going to impact what I want to do? So, go for it, guys. I support both of you guys. And another podcast which is going to have to happen is we are the guinea pigs of the digital social media age. And this hasn't been scrutinised enough (laughs) to understand how to deal with our digital past (laughs) and now our digital present. Some feathers there. 100. Yeah. Catch us next podcast. Mmm. Episode whatever. Mm.